Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, John. How are you today, sir? Oh, doing a little pretty good. I got a couple of layers on. It's thirty. Well, it's you know, it's pretty cold here. Don't need yeah. any deets. It's no deets there. No yeah, deets. It's just cold. Well, in case you just joined us, this is this is the bro show. We do it every Saturday morning. We talk mm-hmm. about four things. We're actual brothers, related by blood. We think. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I'm Jerry and I'm John. Okay. We got that settled. Uh, what shirt are you wearing, John? I'm wearing the Year of the Ox Bro Show shirt. We've got a lot of comments on that shirt. People like that shirt. Yeah. I like that shirt. Yeah. At least I'm wearing something that relates to the pro to the, the show. I've been having trouble with yeah. that. And I finally after three weeks I think I've finally got it figured out. What's that? <laughs> I got the right shirt on. I'm, I'm being a little more oh, looking oh. at the notes. And after looking I at see. the notes, I'm picking. What I've been doing in the past is I've been picking the shirt out and then yeah. looking at the notes as to what we're going to be talking about. Ah. I've screwed up. So I'm doing yeah, things in a much more orderly and proper order way. Yes, you are. Um, I myself am wearing our sponsor's T-shirt, the I Live Here 2 T-shirt oh, hosted man. hosted by Bonfire. All the money goes to the Center for Humans in Nature. If you center. buy one of these, oh, the center. the center, the center, the Center for Humans in Nature. They are my wonderful employer. I get an opportunity once a week to talk to the president, and I feel it's 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 a true delight to do so. And uh, and as a result. <laughs> uh, as I, that's, as I that's basically, it's like a, I, it, it's just an ass kissing event that I just look forward yeah. to every every week. Yeah. Fuck her up! <laughs> yeah. God damn, John! What? what a thing! Oh man! Anyway, I got I got the little darker gray than the one you see in here. It's got a beautiful picture of a, a drawing of a wolf, uh, which public domain. And, uh, yeah, it, it looks good. And I shouldn't say all the money goes to the center, all the profits. In that yes. Sense. Yeah. And Bonfire's got a great program. If you want to do a T-shirt to help a nonprofit or just to help yourself, uh, these this is the best program there is. Best. I think okay. for a, if you had a program within your nonprofit and you wish to kind of feel good about it, wear a T-shirt, wearing your program, it's even better your than... Program. Wear it. It's better than reading yeah. it about it. Wear yeah. it. Wear it. It's a walking uh, billboard. I mean, you can't beat that. And also, it kind of indicates what you're about. You know, it's, yeah. it's a statement. It's a statement. It is. You're representing, as the kids say. Mm. Hey, so uh, you know what? I'm pumped about the ox story. Yeah, the ox story is uh, is. I think you should be because it. Uh, you basically are rec- recommended this, um, and I think mm-hmm. by way of perhaps, did you do it yourself or did you get any no. help? No, I had a lot of help from Mary Jane Daniels, Ooh, who cool. also happens to be my wife. Hey. She does not want to be called my partner or my spouse. She's very particular about this. Very particular. So I okay. just want that on the record. She said. Do you have an ox story? I said no. She said, "What about Oxford?" Huh? Come on, it's sitting right in front of us. Oxford, the city of Oxford, very, very famous town. Now look, John, I did a lot of work on this 
And Good, because I did very little. Okay, let me, this is exciting. For me, it's exciting. You know, you hear about Oxford, you hear about Cambridge, big university cities in Britain, right, in Great Britain. You think to yourself, yeah. well, well, you know, what's the big deal here? Big deal. Big deal. Really? Oldest Oxford University is the oldest English-speaking university in the world. Yeah. They started in the ninth, ninth century. Ninth. See, 980. Yeah. I mean, it's well, a center. It's a world-renowned center of learning. I mean, I it's guess it's John, about. John, John, John. Much more than that. They got oh. a lot of water around there. They have a part of the uh, Thames River that they call the Isis. And that's just a short hey, name. What, what's the, the name of that river? Isis. No, the 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 the, the other one. Thames. Oh, bad, bad. Why? It's it the wrong? Thames River. Oh, it is the Thames. You're right. I say it wrong. Yeah, you. It's a good thing yeah. I have somebody here to correct you. Yes, you do. And I, I acted. As, I was the, I was the associate producer for this show. You can put me in the credits that way if you don't mind. No, no, I don't <laughs> mind. I don't mind at all. You can be the producer if you want. Oh, I, that's a bird. That's a yeah. You're easy, but that's a burden I can't handle. I have enough okay. trouble being a podcast personality. But again, I think, well, let's 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 stick to oh, the man. Oxford uh, story, which is like you said, very good. It's fascinating. You know, why is it called Oxford? It's called Oxford because there is water around there in the form of the Isis River, which is the section of the Thames River. Uh, it, they call it Isis there because the long name of the river has Isis at the end of it. Timesis, like mm. that, is the longer name. So they just took the end part. But it's it's the same river, the one that goes down to London. Uh, the right. city's uh, no, uh, west north northwest of uh, London, not that far really, but far enough so that they didn't get the crap bombed out of them during World War II because they have no heavy industry. Uh, yeah, so they escaped. A lot of people went there for safety. Uh, it's an old city. It was called Oxford because they have this water nearby and going through it, and they had to have a shallow place so that oxen could ford the river. Ox Therefore, Ford. Oh, Ford. Ox Ford. Yeah, Oxford yeah. Ford was the first name of it, and Oxfordshire is around it. It's like a county, a group yeah. of counties. It's a region. So, anyways, it's a cool place. Everyone knows about it as a, a seat of learning, but it has a lot more going for it too. Those little minis that you see, those cars called the mini, you know, mm -hmm. they yeah. start. The first place they were manufactured was there, and when BMW bought the company, they they also invested in the area and did there. So they have really? some some light industry. They have some industry. Cars aren't exactly oh. like this. These are little mm -hmm. cars, so maybe it is light industry. But anyways, uh, yeah. they got stuff going on. They got stuff they going do. on. They publish. They have medical research, scientific research, uh, IT, you know, information technology stuff, computer science stuff. Uh, Don's, you know, they call the the professors the big heavy duty professors. Ooh. They call them Don's. Yeah, that sounds Don, like something. Don, that sounds like Don the Godfather. It does. It's same thing. <laughs> same thing. Only education. People are oh. killed and buried. Don't worry about it. So. The Dons from Oxford were the ones who really cracked a lot of the codes in Bletchley Park, who, you know, deciphered uh, German communiques during World War II and allowed them to get ships across the Atlantic. So, you know, Oxford's very storied, uh, lots of colleges within it. You know, visually, mm. it's very popular in TV and film. It's a great place. But, John, here's the disappointing part of this story, and then I'll, I'll get off my soapbox. 
Here's the disappointing part. Very little is said about the oxen themselves and their role in the creation of this city, shire, the whole deal. You know, why was it called Oxford? Because they used oxen to till the soil. They always do the heavy work. Horses can't handle this stuff. They're too flighty. They're good for riding, but they're not good for pulling a plow. And you know what? The land around there is measured in ox gangs. Do you know what an ox gang is? No. It's how it's how much soil can be tilled by eight oxen in a year. Right. Wow. Yeah. Oxen. Pretty good. Yeah. So to the unit of measurement, ox oxen are very important for agriculture, not just in the Middle Ages, but really up until the uh, 19th century, oxen were a big deal in Oxfordshire. Well, you've kind of hinted on some of the personal problems, which, of course, are the only problems when it comes to a podcast personality uh, that I ran into when I was looking. When you mentioned Ford, Oxford, uh, and Ox, and where does it fit into it? First thing I did is the Thames River is pretty big, and I thought, where in the hell on this river? Now, I understand there's tributaries, there's other portions. Canals, and there's too. canals. There's all kinds of places where there can be shallow enough that you don't need to use a bridge to get a, get by, get over the, get beyond the river, yeah. but cross it. But I just kept on latching onto it. Then I said, well, where does this river go? Then I started following it as it went to London and I got lost on the map. Um, and so, I mean, I, I got, I got very, 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 very frustrated, uh, Uh-oh. with respect to Uh-oh. that. Now, you, you mentioned the fact that a lot of people gravitated to it. It's about 60 miles away from London, about maybe 50, 60 miles from Birmingham. So it's kind of in the middle south portion it is. of, so it's, it, so if, you know, uh, the Nazis are going to kind of invade by way mm-hmm. of the water, um, yeah. you're going to be in, in, inside the island a bit. And I can understand why people would go there. Uh, yeah. it's also the architecture is kind of nice. I like the spires, yeah. the towers. Me too. The, uh, it's it's almost look. I, I look for the word the word that came to me, and I'm not that uh, an expert. It looked almost like kind of gothic art, ar- a lot of gothic architecture. Yeah, yeah. I think you're so, right. I think um, you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to go there, but uh, the, of course, the most important thing that I looked up was I wanted to find out how close it was to Liverpool, and it's about 180 miles away. Yeah, I mean, every they, the, the 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 England of, uh, revolves around Liverpool, and the world revolves around Liverpool. That's because so, you like Liverpool. <laughs> you know, like soccer. Liverpool. There's an Oxford soccer team. There's Not a bad. soccer, the music. There's Not this bad. and that, whatever. But guess uh, what they are? The Ox. Ox United. Yeah, Oxford United is called. The thing is the Ox. They've got a big statue of an ox right near the stadium. Yeah. Where? In, in Oxford. Oxford? Yeah. Good, 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 good. Oh, good. I am yeah. so glad. We need to have the ox better represented in Oxford. I agree. And it's it's got me a little ups- upset. I'll be honest with you. I'm upset. They ought to have a thing called Oxen on Parade where they have these, uh, these mm-hmm. uh, where they had plat- the ones where they had here in Chicago where you could paint them different colors. 
yeah. this and that, and then have them just splattered all over. Like the dogs. Like the dogs. Yeah, the dogs. The porcelain dogs. They were beautiful. Boy, we are we're we're solutions oriented, obviously. We are. Oh we boy. Are. Okay. Well I'll I think... take this up. I'll take this up with the same. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Take it off your plate. I got this. Okay, thank you. Mr. Producer. Okay. Are you ready? You ready for yes. a word or do you have more ox stuff? No, no okay. that's it. You're okay. I'm, right. I'm feeling Let's much have a better. Word. Here is the word. You ready? Yeah. All right. Do you want to say it or do you want me to say it? Pro propinquity. Propinquity. That's it. Propinquity. Epis- uh, emphasis on the second syllable. Ping. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ping. Uh, so, what is propinquity? It is nearness of place, time, kinship, or nature. In other words, two things of the same nature, you know, if they're similar in nature, they have propinquity. They are nearness. It's not just place or time. That's what I thought. I thought yeah. place. That's the first thing I thought. Oh, you know, one city is near another, you know, propinquity. But no. Here, in fact, let's have a sentence. This directed the attention of the committee to effect on morality to the effect on morality of the propinquity of the sexes in schools. It's kind of archaic language, but, you know, in other words, do we have, how close do we let the different sexes, which genders, of people be together in schools, particularly boarding schools? You know, a lot of English boarding schools have had to go co-ed to survive. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yeah, that's yeah. What, That's what this is about. Uh, it's from a book by Savannah Mon. I love her books, by the way. They're really good. Who the hell am I? Uh, it's a good book, and it has to do with this sort of thing. So there you have it. Do you wow. have any other comments on the word, John? No, not really, except that uh, it's one of the few times you uh, gave me what the word was, and I was able to come up with the definition almost verbatim. So I yeah. want to take credit for that. Please take credit for it. Uh, the only okay. the reason I had it as a word, it is easy to figure out. I didn't know that. It, oh, you made it sound that, like it was it was easy. Should have gotten it. Mm. Well, not necessarily. But see, it's nearness of several things, not just location. So that's that's what the surprise for me was with this mm. word. I didn't know that. I just thought about space. <sighs> you know, not time, kinship, or nature. Anyway, enough of the word. <laughs> Let's get to the real topic here. And to do this, you have we, we have a, a, a two takes called the tale of two pizzas. And yes. John, to do this, you have some props. Well, yeah. What happened was that based upon uh, I just want to mention that the uh, this story we were able to get by way of your wonderful daughter Rose, and she gave us something with respect to pizza. And it made me so hungry just watching this video that I went out and immediately ordered and got a pizza. And in Chicago, the story has a little bit to do about stuffed pizza or deep dish pizza, as it's called. So I went out and bought one. Mm -hmm. So what I did today is I bought what I call one of the modern, uh, considered one of the best deep dish pizzas in the city, a name of restaurant Pequod. And I bought it last night, and I ate a couple pizzas, pieces of pizza, and now I have one in my hand. And I'm getting ready to chomp on it, but I need to have something to drink in order to make sure that it goes down smoothly. Okay, now here's, so, where, the show go- here's where the show goes to hell, by the way. You cannot hold your liquor uh, oh, anymore. Oh, sugar. 
Yeah, I want to let everybody know that. Did you get foam much... all over everything? Ah. Foam everything? No, okay. I'm not foaming at the mouth as I look at the spear. That's not <laughs> my. That's not my style. Not your style? Not your style. <laughs> but I want to. I just want to make everybody know that I have a better chance of succeeding with drinking beer with the show this week than the disaster which created <laughs> last week because this beer is a session 4.9 alcohol based volume while the other one was 6.5 i'm drinking a bunny beer so here i am i've got my beer i've got my pizza and i got my coffee wow and you're probably thinking now what are you going to do with the coffee well the coffee it's obvious what it's for sober you up after you eat the pizza and the beer no it's to dunk the pizza you're dunking the pizza and coffee (laughs) well that's what you do whatever you have in your hand when you have coffee you dunk Man, this is... Don't you? Oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Chomp, go ahead and chomp. It's, it's fine. It's real hard. <laughs> Why don't you give a little bit of the background while I try to chew this piece of pizza uh, okay, about the, right, the Cook right. County and the, yeah, the, the, yeah. a little bit on there's, that. There's a dispute here. All right. Uh, if you visit Chicago, they say, oh, if you had the Chicago-style pizza... This is the most hypocritical thing a native of Chicago can say to you. Because the natives themselves rarely eat this pizza. It's for the tourists. The natives eat a thin crust pizza. They don't eat the thick crust or the deep dish or the stuffed pizzas. It's just too much stuff. Too much stuff. Too much stuff in the stuffing. But John took a hit for the team this week, and he got a deep dish pizza. Now... Where, you might ask, are the best pizzas made in Chicago? Well, they aren't thick crust. They're thin crust. And they're made in the Cook County Jail, the largest confinement area for people who are about to be sentenced or go to trial or overflow. Yeah, overflow. It'll hold about 12,000 people. It's like a small city. Right. Uh, Yeah. So... They decided we got to have programs so people, when they get out of here, have something to do, including right. having a little self-respect and whatever. So uh, this German uh, pizza guy, uh, Bruno, he decided, well, I'll start a program up in Cook County Jail to teach these guys how to make gourmet pizza, real pizza, real pizza. So <laughs> that's uh, it's an incredible program. Uh, I think yeah. one thing, a little bit of the background on the program is that. Before the program started, they decided these are detainees, which means that they're people that can't make parole or maybe they're too dangerous to even give them parole. You've got to put them in a slammer before their, their court case comes up. But these cases take forever. thing is that they decided that these people aren't convicts yet, but they're getting there. They so what we need to do before they do that, let's sort of like a last supper thing. What we're going to do is we're going to allow them to have pizza delivered into the jail. Well, then all of yep. a sudden... They realized, well, wait a minute. Let's start a program where we don't deliver pizza, but we basically yeah. make the pizza within the prison walls and send it to them. And I think that there's a good reason for that because yeah. you'd be very, you would be amazed at the things that end up in a stuffed pizza when it's being delivered mm-hmm. into a jail. <laughs> we're not mm-hmm. talking, yeah, we're not talking cheese, sausage, mushroom, no. green peppers, and onions and pepperoni. 
We're talking files and, <laughs> and hacksaw blades. <laughs> so there was a there was a there was an incentive to put this as part of their educational program, and it's been very successful. Only one person has made it. Uh, there there was a you know they took a sample size of about two hundred of these guys who who did the uh, the program, and yeah. only one of them has found its way back into the. Into the and then he used the excuse that he needed to get back in because he didn't finish the program. Oh, that's great! That's a great excuse. It is incredible. Well, I tell you, the pizza looked great, and you know we have a link to a video by Trevor Noah. Uh, Well, he didn't do it; Ronnie Chang did it. It's one of the guys on the Daily Show, and the Daily Show does these like in-depth spoofs and things but this wasn't a spoof this is Ray Chang very disappointed in deep dish pizza in Chicago having a fit about it and he tries to find the best pizza in Chicago and he ends up in the Cook County Jail program it's it is, very it's cute. incredible very yeah funny. it's it's, it's, it's funny a, yeah it's hilarious it's a takeoff like it. on Shawshank Redemption you know it's a it's a takeoff on that he smuggles <laughs> mozzarella cheese in his pants it's all kinds of really funny stuff and Ronnie yeah. Chang is funny Ronnie, he's a funny comedian well, yeah, you know, so. we, we use this word deep dish pizza. Let me just kind of yeah. give a few Please. deets. Uh, Please. It was uh, originated, they think it was originated in 1943, although there have been, they've even taken it back just a little bit further in Chicago, downtown, at a place called, Ike Sewell was the name of the owner of a place called Uno and Due's, two different pizza places. And he's supposed to have started what we commonly refer to as the uh, Chicago a deep dish pizza. So the key to it is, is that it's a pizza in which you are, you make it in a skillet. The dough is, is, uh, is very important and there's variety of ways you can make it, but it, it, you, it, as much as we say thin crust pizza and then we say deep dish pizza, it doesn't necessarily mean that the, the, the crust is extremely thick, but no. it can be, it doesn't have to be exactly the same. So there, yeah. different places make it different ways. But the critical piece here is the, the ingredients as you put them on. What you don't want to do, because this pizza, if you go to a restaurant and say, well, I'm very, very hungry. I, I need a pizza. Oh, uh, can I get this deep dish? And they'll say to you, well, that'll take 45 minutes. But if you want to get a regular one, we can have it down to you by 25. 20. So usually a lot of people go for the, just the quick meal. And that's, yeah. so it's a long, it takes some time to bake. And the reason is because if you bake it too quickly, you know, the ingredients will burn, the, the crust will burn. So another important part of it is putting the layers of the mm-hmm. ingredients. What you don't want to do is have the cheese on the top. So you'll put the cheese at the bottom as you cook it because you want to try to make it as high a temperature as you can to get it moving along in the, in the, pro, in the cooking process. Yeah, yeah. But you don't want to overdo it and burn it. So you put cheese at the bottom. You then put meat is your next one, and it's a layer. So if you go to some places and you say, it's like you take a look at it, and you say, Jesus. Worse than me. I, I, well, it's, it's worse than that. It, what, you'll see this. Yeah, you're right. On the top you do it, but then you cut it, and you look at it and say, they just slapped a pig on that damn pizza because it's just one <laughs> solid layer. <laughs> there's a pig in there. There's a pig in my pizza. At least there's not an ox in there. That's the good news. So, and then what you want to do is you probably want to cover it with a tomato, the tomato base. And a lot of pe- a lot of places, everyone has their niche. So what I ate last week was I ate what's called a Chicago-styled stuffed pizza. And the only difference, the main difference is that it's much deeper. It's, 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 and so more cheese, you know, the layer of cheese is thicker, this, 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 and all that stuff. So it, it was really mm. good. 
thoroughly mm. enjoyed it. The one I got this time is called a pan pizza, but it's still made in that skillet. But right. the difference is that as I – well, there will be a picture of this – is that they realize a lot of people, you know, some people say, well, I'll eat the, the inside of the pizza, but I won't eat the crust. Oh, a bunch mm. of wimps when it comes to oh. eating pizza. Mm. If you're a real man, you'll eat the crust first. Wow. One. So wow. what wow. they decided to do was they decided to burn the crust with a little bit of putting cheese on it and building it up so that it has a presentation of being burned. But there's a taste to the crust in addition to the fact the place I got it from – is, is considered, uh, I call it a modern Chicago-style pizza. It's fairly new. It was it started in the 1970s. But it's much, the crust is much lighter. So uh, so what they've done is they've made it more palatable to the wimps out there who still uh-oh. want to eat this Chicago-style pizza but aren't man enough to eat the real traditional stuff, which I still eat. Okay, okay, idea? okay. I got the idea. I got the idea. Still, but there's, yeah, yeah, there's there's nuances. I mean, for example, if you're going to put ingredients, uh, you know, most cities like, you know, you hear pepperoni. Well, the meat, the, the meat of choice here is, is sausage, Italian sausage. Yeah. And you can either get it in, like I said, a slab of pig, put on your pizza, or some people don't like that. And you get a choice and you can put the crumbles in crumbles. the layer. Crumbles of, 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 of sausage. Okay. Wow. <laughs> One piece ought to do you. It should. I ate, the, what I did is I got my pizza yesterday. Mm. Ate two. But I, the other thing you want to do probably is that you say, well, do you want to cut or not? A real, you know, they'll yeah. do it for you or you do it yourself. I prefer to yeah. do it myself because quite often if they maybe rush it and then they cut yeah. it. Yeah. Some of the, the the ingredients will go onto the cardboard, and nothing, you know the cardboard yeah. does not make a good ingredient. I didn't think it did. <laughs> That's just me, though. So what I do is I bring it home, let it sit there for a little while, um, and what I you know people say, well, you've got to use a knife and fork. Real men don't use a fork for pizza. You let it cool off a little bit, cut off a large slice, and just pick it up and just start chopping. You want, why don't you take another bite? <laughs> In other words, what you're saying, why don't you just shut up? <laughs> <laughs> well, you did a good job. You did a very good job. You deserve a little something. Let's go ahead and have a bite. No, have, a right. have a sip. Have a sip. My bunny beer. Bunny beer. You all have pictures of some bunny beer. By the way, too. I have to say this. I know this yeah. is there'll be an insult to last week's show. Yeah. But this bunny beer is is better than the ox beer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, uh, a lunar ox beer. Yeah. This is a lower alcohol beer, but it tastes it's it it my taste buds really gravitate towards it. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. All right, that's good. So, that is the tale of two pizzas. I think we're ready for two groaners as soon as you groaners. If I got some groaners. Mm, getting there. One more second, please. He's getting there. He's getting there. He's getting there. Okay. Our groaners are supplied to us by St. Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as the coach. At this point, I'd like to make a little shout-out, though. Oh? That we have some quality control. Oh. We just do not take willy-nilly any no. groaner. No. But Vince no. goes through a vetting process. Miss Quality Control, Sherry Lauder, approves... And gives a thumbs up or a thumbs down to every one of the groaners, which 
Vince comes up with, and I'll let you I'll let you know that okay. her she's probably approves thirty percent of the ones that Vince gives her to look at. <laughs> so this is quality. These are quality groaners that you are going to okay. be provided with. Okay. Okay. First groaner. Cool. This one. I don't know how this one passed the test, but we're going to give it anyway. Uh, what do you call a sad strawberry? What do you call a sad strawberry? It has something to do with weeping, but I don't know. A blueberry. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> that is awful. I like it. I like it. It is so pathetic. Okay, here's another one. Here's the, here's the last one. This is the one I really, really like that Vince provided. Drum roll. Why did the guy get fired at Dairy Queen? Why did the guy get fired from Dairy Queen? Oh, he got his sprinkles in a tw- got his sprinkles in a twist. I don't know. <laughs> no. He refused to work on Sundays. Oh, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, uh, yeah. Sir St. Vincent came through for us. He sure That's did. That's for sure. Wow. Okay, well, listen, I got to finish the rest of this pizza. I'll be talking to you some other time, okay? Okay. <laughs>